All right, man. Apparently, Andre Ward made some comments. It's making the rounds around the boxing world. Understand we have boxing this weekend. Didn't really care for none of the boxing this weekend. Didn't really care about the women. Didn't really care about the Nevada fight. Only the uh, only the the long count and stuff. It was a good fight, but hey, like I said, I'm just not hanging around watching the bull jive um, no more. So if it don't interest me, I ain't watching it. Um, but hey, thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. It would be so funny when people make statements like Andre Ward made, not play him. You got people that act flabbergasted and act stupid. Well, you know, um, I don't understand what you're saying. I mean, Canelo, he took a chance and fought Beaver with, and I just be looking like, yo, why don't he take a chance and fight some of the guys people want to see? Nobody in the history of boxing ever said, yo, I want to see Canelo fight Beaver. Nobody said that. And not too many wanted him to fight Sergey Kovalev, neither. It never crossed nobody's mind for years until he went out there and fought Kovalev. Ain't nobody asked for that. You know what I'm saying? And it was a cherry pick gone wrong. And that's what it is. That's what it was. And that's and that's what it is. It was a cherry pick gone wrong, and everybody know it. Mark Kriegel and Timothy Bradley. <laughs> Mark Kriegel sitting, uh, sitting there acting like he don't know what's going on or what uh, Andre Ward talking about. And I love uh, how they sit there and they play the role and try to play stupid. Like Andre Ward, crazy. And that's what they sat there and tried to do, act like Andre Ward, crazy. Canelo, I mean, when the last fight Canelo delivered that y'all wanted to see was Triple G, the first Triple G fight. If you want to say the second one, it was what it was. You want to say the second one, fine. But you got to remember, too, in that second Triple G fight, he got popped hot. So he made us wait longer for the rematch. What happened? Boxers don't get back in the ring immediately after they lose no more? Sugar Ray Leonard got right back in there with Roberto Duran. Right back in there. I mean, he fought Triple G. He ain't need no tune-up before Triple G. What do you need a tune-up? What do you need a tune-up for now? You know, he ran it right back with Triple G, even though he popped hot. It was a year later, but he ran it right back. He should run it right back with uh looking not with uh Dimitri Bivol. I understand the zone wanted um, Gennady Golovkin. They've been wanting that fight. Cool. Why we got to sit here and watch you fight John Ryder? That don't make no sense. We shouldn't have to suffer and watch you and, and, and waste you waste a day and fight John Ryder. You know? And Andre Ward was saying that he should, you know, fight. He should fight John Ryder. He should fight uh, Dimitri Bibble. At 175, you know, without no caveat and without no, you know, and at the end of the day, that's true. I don't care what weight they fight at. I don't care. Dimitri Bibble fight for all the belts at, uh, he fight for all the belts at 168. He going to feel like he don't need to fight uh better BF for one set at 175 for all the belts. I already tell you what time that is. They ain't trying to fight better BF, but I ain't here to talk about better BF today. I ain't here to talk about it, but hold on. I ain't here to talk about it. 
Um, Canelo thing. It's funny because you know when you speak truth a lot of times about Canelo, his fans come out and they want to call you a hater and this that, and the other. And you know that's cool, you know. But but you got to look at the facts, right? And how can you lose a bell at one seventy five, right? And then you get credit for taking the risk. Okay. <laughs> but then in the return fight. You're trying to skew the playing field to favor you just enough where it, it increases your chances to win. You shouldn't want it at no other place but 175. You lost at 175. We get these high standards for everybody. Oh, he needs to show that he's a... No, if you lose at 75, you need to go get that back at 75. I think that would be a huge mistake. For Demetri Bivol to lose that kind of way. So that's I'm even one sixty eight. It's not about what Bivol is willing to do. You you tip your hat to him for saying I'll go to sixty eight seventy five. What I'm saying is Canelo. Yeah. Well, I get it. You shouldn't want it no other way. I agree. And, and what I've said his whole career, man, this is a guy that has a lot of skill and ability, but you won't know how great he is because when it's time to take big risks, there's always an advantage. There's always a way because of his star power where you can pick and choose, decide how, when, where. That's cool to a point. But when you talk about legacy, man, you got to get it the same way you went after. You should, it's not about B-ball agreeing or not agreeing. It's about what do you agree to, Canelo? Do you want it at 65 or 78? That's, I, thing. I, I, That's going in on guys that we probably should have been going in at sometime. We don't keep the same standard with everybody. I'm, I'm not afraid to speak truth to power, bro. I'm not. I'm the same guy that's at the same desk. Hold on, I think we're going too far with the, this one or that one. Listen, we've been at this desk going in on certain guys because it was popular or convenient or maybe that's what everybody was saying, so it made sense. This may not be the popular opinion, but I feel it's the right decision. The same energy we keep for the Terrence Crawfords and everybody else down the line, the Errol Spencer's about make the fight or else so you're running. Those are respected champions. Them dudes going in the Hall of Fame. We got to keep the same energy for the same guy that we say is the biggest name in the sport. Keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. So you keep that same energy, Tim Bradley. Canelo's the boss over here. But then when it's decision-making time, it's somebody else. We got to keep the same energy. We got to let the fans know we're going to be consistent across the board. No matter what the name is, no matter who the fighter is. I don't think we've is. been inconsistent. I really don't. With this situation, we're, we're very much so. Huh? I, I, I just don't like it. And so, hold on. Why that means that the rest of us are being inconsistent. I'm not. I said we. It's a team. Yeah, you hear Mark Kriegel. That's a typical white boy answer. Well, I, I don't think we doing anything wrong. It's like watching that movie, You People. That shit was trash. And the dude that 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 did that, that did blackish and grownish, he trashed too. I looked at his 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 discovery trash whack Arnold's across the board. I watched a little show on Netflix for a minute. Terrible. I don't even know how he got into Hollywood. I don't care if he went to HBCU. Kenyon Burris trash. You gonna come out with a movie? You know, before this weak ass Black History Month, and they gave us the shortest month. You gonna come out with a biracial uh movie right right before black history month that was gonna hit right during black history month man y'all better start waking up bro sean salute he said uh, canelo is an excellent excellence of being opportunist opportunist dimitri ross salute the truth hurts don't it and then they gonna sit here and they do the old typical 
They do the typical, atypical white boy answer. Well, you know, I don't think we've been. Yes, I have. And the thing about it, Terrence Crawford, out of the names that he named, Terrence Crawford got it out the mud more than any of the other ones. He earned where he at, bro. Shout out to Gary Benson in the Super Chat. He said, uh, what's up, CJ? Just showing support. Salute. What's going on, OG? Hopefully all is well. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. He been the, he been the, he been the one dude who been who been keeping it one hundred. The whole the whole you know he the one that had to had to get it out the mud the whole way. Didn't have a spilver spoon. Didn't have an Al Heyman out the gates. Didn't look the certain type of way. He earned his spot. Canelo ain't had a hard day in boxing, bro. His hard day in boxing was getting open scoring versus Austin Trout, knowing he was winning, and he, and he could just run the clock out and shit. And Austin Trout had to change his whole style to come back. His hard day was getting schooled by Floyd Mayweather, making a whole bunch of money. That's his hard day. That's my problem with it. At least Pacquiao had to earn some. At least Floyd had to earn some. De La Hoya had to earn some. You know, all these dudes had to earn where they was at. Sugar Ray Leonard had to earn where he was at. Thomas Hearns had to earn where he was at. Some people had to scrap harder than others. Guys like Michael Nunn, Marvin Hagler, Aaron Pryor had to scrap harder than the others. But Sugar Ray Leonard still had to dig, dig down and, and earn this shit. You know, and then they act all stupid. Like, where, where did Canelo have to earn, bro? Canelo was allowed to fight on Mexico and be on dual HBO screens, bro. People forget that. He was... He was fighting it, you know. He was fighting as the co-feature in Mexico, and then they'd go all the way back to HBO, wherever they was at in America and the UK, and stream that fight, bro. He ain't had a hard day in boxing, bro. At all, I don't care him fighting on the Takate bullshit ass card. Man, he had a hard day in boxing. He robbed Miguel Vasquez early in his career. He ain't had a hard day in boxing. Everything has been a silver spoon on a platter to him. He took full advantage of that. And the one guy that he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have fought. He. He fought him again. Nobody wanted to see that fight. That fight didn't sell well. Nobody, nobody wanted to see him fight Dimitri Bivol. But it was the one guy who was very strong, who control, who can control distance, who had power, who he couldn't drain, who probably could make sixty eight and still whoop his ass. You know, but you got to remember, Dimitri Bivol was the one saying, "Well, I go to sixty eight. I go to sixty eight. I take another caveat." That's putting more pressure on Canelo Alvarez. Because then he's going to take everything you got at 68. Then what? Then what? You know, they stripped him and then they come back and they beg him and give him a franchise title to avoid Jamal Charlo. He dug Jamal Charlo and Jamel Charlo. You got to remember, he's supposed to fight Jamel Charlo the same night he fought. Uh, the same night he fought. Uh, the same night he fought uh, James Kirkland. And, and when they put when Oscar De La Hoya and then pulled the switcheroo, Jamil Charlo said he wrote his he wrote his own release letter away from uh PV away from uh Golden Boy. And he left Golden Boy after they made a false promise and they and they changed it out. And the rumors had it that he said James Kirkland couldn't even have Aaron Roof in this in this corner. I don't know how true that was. I remember it was another uh, uh fight. I, it might have been the Gulo fight. I can't remember. Leo was on the undercard. Leo Santa Cruz. 
And the dude changed the weight at the weigh-in. Right before the weigh-in, they weighed in, he changed the weight. He changed the weight right before the weigh-in. These oh, you can't have your trainer. Then he told Gennady Golovkin, him and Delahoya told Gennady Golovkin, he couldn't be active. He couldn't fight Billy Joe. If he fought Billy Joe, no Canelo fight. Come on. And if you want to say, well, it's because Floyd made me do a catchweight to fight him, then don't fight him. What they got to do even before that? You did that open scoring bull crap with Austin Trout. That was bullshit. And they robbed Austin Trout blind with that. Come on. You didn't want to fight Demetrius Andrade. When Andrade got stripped and Liam Smith got the belt, you had no problem coming back down to 55, taking that on. Right? You know, you fought Triple G. Cool. You fought him three times. Cool. You never fought. You still try not to fight Benavidez. You know, Benavidez held the WBC belt. Caleb Plant wouldn't have got a shot. Benavidez wouldn't have got He wouldn't have been trying to go for Undisputed. Everybody know that's true. You know, you ducked the Charlo. You got put up the franchise champion and made him regular champion. Then you you skipped out. He ducked Darvachenko. He didn't want to fight Darvachenko. Then Triple G tried to duck Darvachenko in his own made Triple G fight Darvachenko. He was trying to duck Darvachenko. He ducked Darvachenko. Flat out. So he never fought Andrade at 54. Never fought the Charlo Twins at 54. Come on. He fought Laura at 55. You go out there and you fight Dimitri Bivol. It was poetic justice, bro. The one dude that he couldn't drain, the one dude who was still strong after the rehydration clause, he ran into him. And Antonio Tarver said it best. Him, him and his team don't know what they're doing. They don't even know how to cherry pick the right way. He said it the best. He said, "Why? I mean, why would you go run up in there and fight him? Out of all the people you could have fought, why would you go fight him? You know, because it wasn't nobody else to fight. And even some of the guys that he should he should easily beat in an even playing field, Billy Joe Saunders was, was whooping on him. He was outboxing him." And Caleb Plant was outboxing them too. If, if either one of them knew how to hold their ground a little bit, we would be having a different conversation. They probably would have still robbed them. We would have been having a different conversation. We would have been having a different conversation, bro. We would have had a different conversation. So even the even the bums that he supposed to be running through and he supposed to be running through and beating the hell out of, he's struggling. Mir Khan was outboxing him until he caught him. Tell me I'm wrong. And when you look at the way Terrence Crawford dominate his opponents and how Canelo dominate his opponents. Even with caveats, rehydration clauses, and uh, alleged dive agreements, he still be losing. Kovalev drained and coming off a of war against the yard. A lot of people had Kovalev beating him. And he had no steam on his punches. So, you know, everything in his favor, and he's still barely just getting by. So imagine if they was on an even playing field with the judges, 
with the weights, with the dive setting, the settings of dives allegedly and stuff. This dude had like 25 fucking losses. But you you know they act stupid. Oh, you know, I don't know, you know. Come on, man. Kovalev had no steam on his punches. That dick was a raw glizzy. Nothing. No sauerkraut, no mustard, no onions, no ketchup, no, no reddish, relish, no nothing. Kovalev was compromised from the very minute he walked into the ring and still was outpointing Canelo Alvarez. They was like, here's where you go down at. He still was outpointing Canelo Alvarez. So, of course, it's a double standard. He ain't that great, bro. He got all, and then he barely beat Danny fucking Jacobs. And you look at the way Terrence Crawford is knocking niggas out, beating people to submission. That's what pound for pound look like, bro. Not struggling with Billy Joe and Caleb Plant and 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 the Amir Khan. Come on, at all? That ain't what that shit look like. It will make it worse. It ain't like he going in there getting the benefit of the doubt because he Canelo. This dude draining guys, making a way in two or three times and shit like that, changing the weight at the weigh in. And Andre Warden had to get into all of that. But we already know it's happening. And you still barely getting by. And boxing is so thirsty for a great white fighter that they creating YouTuber like Jake Paul and trying to make him into a great white fighter. They tried to make Fury into a great white U.S. fighter. They tried to make Lomachenko into a great white U.S. fighter. And white people ain't even buying it. They ain't buying it. Why would I buy the synthetic version or the artificial version, I go to UFC, I can see some real ones. That's what they're trying to do with Canelo Alvarez, trying to artificially make him Chavez. And Chavez had a lot of uh, benefits to the dollars. Pernell Whitaker was the second Frankie Randall fight. We can go on and on. Uh, a loss that he had today, magically a race rumor. He wasn't that fucking great to begin with. Frankie Randall was a journeyman and made it look easy. Purnell beat him easy. Come on. He wasn't even that fucking great. And that's the best y'all got to offer? No offense. Come on. And he went in there with, with, with Gennady Golovkin in the trilogy, and he fought like he was scared. Come on, what's his most dominant victory, bro? Let's name him. What's his most dominant victory? That dude went in the ring. If you put Floyd, if you put Floyd in the ring with Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, shit, for God's sake, Javante Davis, I guarantee you they're gonna win at least one or two rounds, bare minimum. Canelo didn't win a round versus Floyd Mayweather. How many years Canelo dug Andre? For years. Andre was a 154-pound champion, vacated the belt. Liam Smith got it. Then Canelo came down and fought Liam Smith at Cowboy Stadium. You're a terrible fighter. Like, okay. Here's why I fought Mantra. Never played politics unlike Canelo and Spence. I mean, when you got a backing behind you, you got to push behind you, you can politic. You know, when you got a push behind you, you got a silver spoon, you can make shit happen. Canelo's already handicapped his opponent before. Yes, exactly, Keaton. Hope he cherry-picked Murrell. No, there ain't going to be no more cherry-picking going wrong. 
I'll tell you that shit right now. Hey, Renoso don't know what he's doing, because why would you pick Dimitri Bivol? But I don't care where he fight Bivol at. I don't care. Bivol is the one that's listening to 168 pounds. But you know, he doing that because he, he putting pressure on Canelo Alvarez. He putting that pressure on him. Canelo can't make 168 comfortably. Mark my word. If you truly comfortable at a weight, you're not going up to fight Beaver for what? I can see if you're going up to fight Beaver and Beaver was undisputed. Canelo not comfortable at 168, bro. Mark my words. Anybody that's comfortable who just got to 68, why would you be jumping back and forth to 75, 68, 78, 5, 68? He not comfortable at the weight. Mark my words. That's why he looks so shitty versus Gennady Golovkin. He wasn't he not comfortable. He probably can't even make 168 comfortable no more. He probably trying to make 68. After all them years and squeezing his cinnamon ass down to 154 pounds when he should have been at middleweight. Squeezing down to 155 when he should have been at middleweight. He can't make that weight comfortably no more, bro. And he getting older. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. He know it. He know it. Wouldn't be surprised they're playing with the skills for his ass to make some of the weight sometime. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. He ain't had a hard day in he ain't had a hard day in life. Even getting undisputed at 68 was strategic. You think if Benavidez held the WBC belt, he'd have fought Benavidez? Hell no. Nah. If Andre had the 68 pound belt, WBO, he'd have fought Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. He made sure he went to Benavidez, got rid of that belt. Then he fight for two belts. Didn't he fight uh, Kyle Smith for like two belts or something like that? Everything he do is he cut the line. Everything he do, he never had a hard day in boxing. You never heard about him unifying with Laura and, and Charlo and Andrade and it was down there about Undisputed. You never heard that. What did Khan do that Charlo didn't do deserve a fight? What does Ito Lopez do? You know, that um, Andrade Charlo didn't do. These fights that people wanted for years. For years that he didn't give it to us. And people want to act stupid. Like, well, you know, what did Benavidez, what did Josita Lopez do? Break Victor Ortiz's jaw? What did Amir Khan do? Liam Smith do? Huh. What did it do? Crazy to me, bro. Excuse me. Mad crazy to me. But, like I said, you could tell that him and Eddie Renato don't know what they're doing. Dimitri Bivol was the worst possible opponent that they could have picked 
out of 75, 68, 60. It's the worst. Because he don't never look like he out of shape. I've been watching him for years. It don't never look like he was out of shape. I never see him out of shape between fights. Okay? Two, you couldn't drain him. And three, he don't have a, a, a traditional European style, Europe Eastern European robotic style. Beevil got good rhythm. He got, he fight with a good rhythm. He fight with with good footwork. He understand distance. So when he fainted to get on the inside, or when he jumped in with his his wind up shots, Beevil wasn't shelling up, bro. Beevil wasn't bracing for shots. Beevil would just you know take a step back or take a step to the side, turn him, utilize his jab, keep him at the end of his shots. Caleb Plant don't know how to do it. Caleb Plant, at the time, all he did was continue. Every time Canelo did something, he fainted. Canelo, Caleb Plant would run. Caleb Plant ain't, you know, he ain't as polished as Dimitri Bivol is. See, he would better be if you could say, well, he's 37, 38 years old. I can drain him. And I can have an advantage. With Bivol, you can't drain him. He probably can make 68 comfortably. And he got good defense and good offense. And he wasn't phased by the bright lights. He wasn't going to let the judges deter him. That was the worst possible opponent to, to, to pick. I feel if he would have knocked Canelo out, Canelo would have got, would have got, you would have got, you know, he would have been like, oh, he don't need to really fuck with him no more. We understand him going back down being 68. So that's made Beevil even a, a worse opponent because Beevil didn't flood his ass. And Beevil, if he really, if he really had that temperament, Beevil could have knocked him out, and he probably should have knocked him out. But that would have gave Canelo a backdoor exit, not to have to rematch him. You know. And um, I'm gonna play the audio again for people who ain't heard it. Then I get to the comments. So give me a minute. Give me one second. Just start with the with the Canelo thing. It's funny because you know when you speak truth, a lot of times about Canelo, his fans come out and they want to call you a hater and this that, and the other. And you know that's cool, you know. But but you got to look at the facts, right? And how can you lose a belt at one seventy five? Right, and then you get credit for taking the risk. Okay, <laughs> but then in the return fight, you're trying to skew the playing field to favor you just enough where it, it increases your chances to win. You shouldn't want it at no other place but 175. Listen, hold on, hold on. You lost at 175. We get these high standards for everybody. Oh, he needs to show that he's a. No, if you lose at 75, you need to go get that back at 75. I think that would be a huge mistake for Demetri B-Ball to lose that kind of way. So that's not even more 68. It's not about what B-Ball is willing to do. You you tip your hat to him for saying, I'll go to 68, 75. What I'm saying is Canelo. Well, I get it. You shouldn't want it no other way. And what I've said his whole career, man, this is a guy that has a lot of skill and ability, but you won't know how great he is because – when it's time to take big risks, there's always an advantage. There's always a way because of the star power where you can pick and choose, decide how, when, where. 
that's cool to a point. But when you talk about legacy, man, you got to get it the same way you went after it. You should, it's not about people agreeing or not agreeing. It's about what do you agree to, Canelo? Do you want it at 65 or 78? The thing. There's going in on guys that we probably shouldn't have been going in at sometimes. We don't keep the same standard with everybody. I'm, I'm not afraid to speak truth to power, bro. I'm not. I'm the same guy that's at the same desk. Say, hold on, I think we're going too far with the, this one or that one. Listen, we've been at this desk going in on certain guys because it was popular or convenient or maybe that's what everybody was saying, so it made sense. This may not be the popular opinion, but I feel it's the right decision. The same energy we keep for the Terrence Crawfords and everybody else down the line, the Errol Spence is about make the fight or else or you're running. Those are respected champions. Those dudes going to the Hall of Fame. We got to keep the same energy for the same guy that we say is the biggest name in the sport. Keep that same energy. That's all I'm saying. So you keep that same energy, Tim Bradley. Canelo's the boss over here. But then when it's decision-making time, it's somebody else. We got to keep the same energy. We got to let the fans know we're going to be consistent across the board. No matter what the name is, no matter who I think we've been inconsistent. I really don't. With this situation, we're very much so. I I still like it. But I don't understand why. Way. I don't understand why that means that the rest of us are being inconsistent. I'm not, I said we. It's a team. No, no. I, 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 I understand you saying we. See, you don't. Mark Kriegel don't. They don't see when they they try to front like they don't know they be wrong. You know, they try to front like, oh, it's not me. It's not me. It's uh, you're tripping. They know what they be up again. They be in into. They know when they go into them fighter meetings, you know, you had them. No, I'm gonna say fighter meetings. They go into them pre them, 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 uh, them, them meetings where they be saying. And Andre Ward should be one of them dudes that speak truth, uh, speak truth to power. Because when Jim Lampley used to sit right next to uh to Andre Ward, they was all cool. But as soon as Andre Ward got out there and started fighting. You know what I'm saying? Jim Lampley, when he was called Andre Ward Fights, he'd be shitting on him. Most of the HBO crew used to be shitting on him, not named like Max Kellerman. So, of course, you know Andre Ward gonna, gonna speak gonna speak the truth. For sure. Why wouldn't he? You know, when you get in the ring and them same white media members used to be trashing you no matter what you did. Whether it was exciting or it wasn't exciting, whether they agreed with it or they didn't agree with it. So of course he knows that kind of feel. And then when you start speaking, it's kind of like when they be interviewing like certain fighters. And you know, somebody asks a serious question, and somebody come in and say, Well, what you think about a new UA? Why is he ranked higher than tank or some shit like that? That's what Tim Bradley was trying to do. And that's why he said, that's why he kind of cut Tim off. Come on. They tell these people to push this shit in the media. They tell them, and I'm hoping this, if you're going to push a narrative, I'm hoping some benefits come your way. Because uh, all they do is chew you up and spit you out. A lot of these dudes controlling the narrative, not just when they come to Canelo Alvarez, a lot of these dudes control the narrative when they come to other fighters and other athletes and other sports. And they ain't getting shit out of it. You ain't getting a bottle of Don P. You ain't getting a Christmas card of it. You a card out of it. You ain't getting a check. You getting access to the same ass funky ass fighters. And then when they do so happen to make a super fight, a lot of y'all find yourself on the outside looking in 
while dudes like Ellie Sackback, Marcus Viegas, and no offense to them, uh, uh, Time Magazine, who don't never cover fights, and you know, all these other the Rolling Stone magazines, they getting five or ten credentials, and they don't give y'all none. People who don't give a shit about boxing. So a lot of these dudes selling out their selling out their opinion to go to these regular low-level fights for what? A lot of people selling out, selling their integrity for a couple dollars on YouTube, a couple subs on YouTube. And if you die tomorrow, you you went missing tomorrow. This is going to be your everlasting impact. And your, your integrity is going to be represented to a lot of people who don't know you in real life. This is going to be how they view you as a sucker. And niggas know they be suckers too, bro. They know they, they, know they be suckers, bro. Because a dude gave you a drop or uh, the popular opinion is cool. I ain't never wanted to be popular in school. Never. That's never been my aim. My whole aim, and I was talking to somebody the other day, my whole aim is do all, if I made a decision, I made that shit, bro. Ain't nobody made me do nothing I ain't have to do unless you put a pistol to my head or something. That's different. But every decision I made, wrong, right, neutral, got caught doing whatever, it's been my decision, bro. If I say I ain't gonna do, I ain't gonna do this, bro. Nine times out of ten, I ain't gonna do it. Or if I'm gonna change my mind, you better have a damn good reason. And it's only a handful of people that can ask me to do something that I don't want to do. Then I'm gonna do it. And and about a majority of all the people is my parents and my grandparents. The majority of people, I say probably five people. So I ain't been somebody where you could talk me into doing something. I'll tell you a real quick story real quick, right? So I never told this story for real. But if you, I got a Rumble channel. I'm going to share the information hopefully tomorrow, right? So y'all go download Rumble. It's like YouTube. Go check it out. I do a video and all that. So y'all know. So follow my IG. So we walking home from school and shit, right? So I, saw something. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I was going to school over there, kind of like where you see BMF at. It's not far from there. Long story short. So something happened, right? And I'm walking with some niggas, whatever, and some girls. So something happened. A dude jumped out the car with his mans, and they was like, they said something like, you know, trying to press me, whatever. So I'm like, bro, man, gone. So, you know, I'm walking out like, man, I got time for that. Then my mans and them was like, we had your back. We had your back. I'm like, no, why would I endanger all these girls? For one, I don't have a gun on me. Two, I don't know if they had guns on me or they had guns on them. And three, if somebody had got uh got injured or, or whatever got hurt, that would have been on me. And we walk with females. See, I could take the ridicule of niggas. Oh, you soft for that shit or whatever. Yeah, I'm smart. Now, if I had if I had the gun on me, it'd have been a different situation. As soon as they got out, I'd have whipped that bitch out and said, get y'all bitch asses back in that car. But that's different. So I never let peer pressure dictate what I did. Never. If we did some shit, it was, I, I chose to do it. It was a bad decision, a good decision, whatever whatever it may have been. I don't worry about what people say, bro, because when you I see you go get locked up or you go get suspended or you got to go home and tell your parents, your grandparents what you did, whatever, you got to live with that shit, bro. And I learned that early on, bro. If I decide to do some shit like we egged this chick out, this lady house one time because she was disrespectful as hell. Guess what? The consequences do. You had to stand on it. 
I ain't, you know, I ain't making no, you know, I ain't doing, I ain't doing that. I had a homie I went to college with and shit. He was fighting the whole case his whole freshman year because somebody put a pistol to his head and man, had them bury a dead body. And the only thing that saved Lee from going to jail for a long time, he's from Tuskegee too, shout out to the four six, was he was in college. That's the only reason he had money for the public defender or none of that shit. He had money for no lawyer. Only thing that saved him that he was enrolled in college, bro. He graduated high school. That's the only way some shit like that really happening. Or you get desperate in, but I never been in a situation where I had to be so desperate to go make a irrational decision. But I definitely understand if your stomach growling and only way you got to go do something, you got to rob. And I'm not, I, I don't can't stand a thief. But if your stomach rumbling, you in a position of no power, you got to go sell some dope. I, you know what? I had plenty of friends that had to do that shit, bro. And when you a man or you, you becoming a man, you don't want to ask for shit, bro. You go try to get it on your own unless you got to. He stay away from people after the first ass whooping. He should. That's why I said it was better if he knocked him out. He got knocked out. When David beats Kale playing easier, the pressure is definitely going to be on. I mean, yeah, obviously, uh, I don't know if it's going to be easy, Michael. But the pressure, it, I, I would say it would be more easy if he had the experience and he had the level of competition on his resume. But if he if he do run through him easy, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Canelo Alvarez. And don't be surprised if he don't retire. Don't be surprised. There's going to be a lot of pressure on Canelo Alvarez. Real talk. It's going to be a lot of pressure. You know. I'm gonna put that on my video list. Appreciate you gave me a video idea. In my video list. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But yeah. So listen, you know what I'm saying? So you're right about that. You're right about that. Canelo food at 75. And most people is. Can't nobody jump up from 54 to 75. Everybody ain't Roy Jones. He didn't unify 60. No, he didn't. I think he had a few belts at 60. He had one more belt to get, didn't he? Or I'm tripping. I believe he had one more belt to get. But I don't care where they fight at. I don't care. I mean, honestly, I don't care if they fight again. But I know he ain't making 68 easy. I tell you that shit right now. He ain't making it. Yeah, he had three. He had the three belts. He all he had to get the WBO versus Billy Joe. But remember, they ordered him to fight Darvichenko, you know, for a mandatory. And he didn't want to fight Darvichenko. I think that's why he dropped the belt. I know for a fact, all that fake Golden Boy beef, man, that shit was fake, bro. So he had to fight Darvichenko and trip and uh and and um I think and Billy Joe. I could be wrong. Maybe it was Andrade. Maybe I think it was Andrade. That's why he didn't want to fight him. I could be wrong, but I know they ordered Dervichenko. But I mean, you know, talented fighter. Wouldn't line say he wasn't. But he don't have he don't have a motor to propel him to greatness. And why would you when you a superstar? You a superstar before you throw before before you have to have you have a serious fight. Bernardo Salute. Love Andre Ward, but he did bring Chad Dawson to 68 saying, I mean, uh, saying that I'm an SOG fan and not a fan. And he did. And I was wrong. I didn't like it neither. Floyd Mayweather didn't like it. But I do believe Chad Dawson offered to go down there, and he shouldn't. You know? 
But then again, Chad Dawson didn't beat him, didn't beat him beforehand. I don't care where you fight Dimitri Bivol next time. I think it's worse to go to 68. I don't think Dimitri Bivol going to be no more compromised than what he was at 75, honestly, because I know he put a rehydration clause on him. Just me insinuating. Um, he said the same word had Dawson down to 68 instead of doing what Canelo did and bring up to 75. Even in a catchway, could have got him a 75. They could have fought at 71 or 72. But no, at the end of the day, he didn't. And what they got to do with what he just said about Canelo? Chad Dawson didn't beat Andre Ward at 75 and, and Andre Ward run down and, let, and, and, and do his rematch clause and say, well, Chad Dawson got to come to 70, 68. He didn't do that. What Andre Ward said was, you got to fight him at the same weight class that you lost to him at. I don't necessarily agree with that. So you can say whatever you want to say. You could try to put the, the gun on Andre Ward, them two different situations. That's two different situations. So you can put the gun on Andre Ward, barrel down Andre Ward's throat, but it's not the same. You lost to B-West 75. Now, had Canelo said, well, B-West got to fight me at 68. And he drained him, and it was obvious. And you know what I'm saying? Then we could have been like, yeah, Andre Ward, you can't say shit about that. But that ain't the case. You lost to him at 75. Andre Ward's opinion is you should be fighting him at 75 again. I don't agree with that. Okay, where you fight him at again? I think it's more pressure to fight him at 175, 68 pounds. Because then he stripped your ass booty butt naked like the dude at the Carter in, in New Jack City. Then you got then you got nothing. Then you got nothing. Then you got absolutely nothing. Then you got absolutely nothing. So that's something to chew on too. That to me is more pressure to go down to 68. In my opinion. He said war always needed advantage. Uh he fought the first four fights in Super Six in his home state account while everybody else had to lead it. So what? So what? He beat him. So what? What they got to do with him talking about Canelo Alvarez? That's what we want to know. What they got to do with him doing about Canelo Alvarez? That ain't no advantage for Canelo Alvarez to go down to 68. I keep telling y'all that. That ain't no advantage. In my opinion, that's no advantage. That's my opinion. He's got everything war with a smoke Canelo, but... I still have hypocrisy in statement given his personal given his personal career what? Based on what? Based on what? Chad, ain't nobody put a pistol to Chad Dawson's head and say go down to 68. Chad Dawson could have said where the fuck he was, say no fight. It wasn't like you know Andre Wards to Canelo Alvarez the 68 back then. He had to do it. In the Super Six, he ain't have to leave. He ain't have to leave his, his state. Who gives a flying fuck where to fight at? Who cares? He beat everybody. It don't matter if it was in Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Greenland, Iceland. He beat him. No matter where he fought Miguel Kessarat, he beat him. No matter where he would have fought Saki Biket, he beat him. No matter where he would have fought Arthur Abraham, he beat him. No matter where he would have fought Carl Frochet, he would have beat him. Don't matter. Hate to break it to you. It wouldn't have mattered.
And don't forget, he came in, the bo in, in professional boxing with credentials. He was a gold fucking medalist. He's the last male gold medalist. What credentials Canelo had? Orange hair and co-signed by Oscar De La Hoya and Floyd Mayweather. And he caught a body on, on TV. So, like I said before, he made a simple statement. Said he should fight him at 75 where he lost to him at. Like I said, I don't agree with it. Now, is he right about how people try to play double standards with Canelo? Absolutely. How people trying to act like, how people try to act like, you know, like he's so great and, this, and he got all these advantages. That's absolutely right. That's not a lie. All these hidden advantages, like getting your phone, getting your phone bill, and they got all these hidden fees of your cable bill. And you're really paying fees per, per major channel. Come on. Let, let's stop. Let's stop trying to deflect. What he's saying is true. Don't come hard on Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford and then try to prop Canelo at. Shout out to Greenwood Stocks. He shot CJ and all the real boxing fans. Appreciate the super chat, bro. Let's stop. Let's stop. Uh let's 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 stop that. That that's what he's doing. I mean, it is what it is. And on top of that, he didn't give us the fight that people want to say. Only person I can say Andre Ward didn't fight was uh Lucian Butte and um Adonis Stevenson. You want to say better BF? I mean, go ahead. I don't think better BF really was a player. Would have been an interesting fight. You know, you got to remember, he stepped up before Kovalev when Al Heyman stopped Adonis Stevenson from fighting uh, Kovalev himself. So much bullshit Al Heyman and did, bro. We can do live streams for months. Off the bull job that he did. They was about to sign the Adonis Stevenson. They was about to sign the Adonis Stevenson fight with Kovalev. And, and Al Heyman came and took Adonis Stevenson over to Showtime. Nobody ever bring that up. Everybody know the famous Peter Quillen story. He paid uh, Peter Quillen to drop his belt. And Peter Quillen's career never was the same. You know? But, I mean, it's true. And Canelo, they're going to try to put him down to some great Mexican chess. Same shit they pulled with Chavez. When you live and you see the holes, man, they, they ain't that great, bro. Dudes that he should have been fought and, and could have been secured his legacy. And a lot of them guys, I think he could have beat Jamal Charlo. You know what I'm saying? He could have clipped David Benavidez's wings while he was young. Just like people believe Keith Thurman should have clipped Earl Spence's wings. And you happy fighting the Leonard Bundus and just fighting Danny Garcia's and the Sean Port Clippers wings. If Al Heyman was really willing to really put him in there, which Al Heyman wasn't, I would have clipped his fucking wings. I would have went on the offense. Keith Thurman went out looking bad, bro. I don't care what Al Heyman would have said, dude. I would have been on the offense. You would have clipped his fucking wings back then. Canelo Alvarez Benavidez won it. I would have went up there and took his belt. Told the WC, get that dude his belt back in this next fight. And I would have took it from him. Why you want to let him get in the ring and get the experience with Caleb Plant? 
And out of the, all the guys that he he probably could have, he would have beat all of them at the time. He would have beat Jamel at the time. He would have beat Jamal. Once he made Jamal regular champion, he took franchise. He probably would have beat Demetrius Andrade because he hot and cold. He, don't, he ain't never consistent. He probably would have beat Benavidez. Probably would have been his toughest fight. But if he if he couldn't beat Benavidez, then he ain't gonna never with Benavidez if he get past plan to get that experience. It just don't make no sense for him not to have a better resume, bro. He should have Oscar De La Hoya win, lose, and draw. Had all the names, bro. He had all the names. Older Pernell Whitaker, Felix Trinidad, Shane Mosley twice, Felix Stern, Ike Cortez. Floyd Mayweather, Manny P. had all the names, bro. He had all the names, Bernard Hopkins. And don't nobody hold them losses against Bernard against uh Oscar De La Hoya, bro. He got stopped by Hopkins moving. Nobody hold that shit against him. I don't know if Floyd put the emphasis on the O, but Canelo ain't got no O. Ain't no reason he should he shouldn't have clipped all nipped all that at all them asses in the bud, bro. And he get a pass for it. And you hear every time war starts speaking truth, Tim Bradley try to cut in. Mark Krieger try to say, well, you know, not me. Like, fuck out of here, dude. I see somebody in the comment section call Tim Bradley a Sambo for that. There ain't no Sambo. Go learn the definition of a coon and, and all that. Go learn the definition of that, bro. Y'all be throwing, y'all be throwing them words around real loosely and don't know the true definition of it. You can't coon when it's not another black well, black person to coon against. It's not a coon. Damone, salute. WC order Charlo. He said, no, exactly. Sumter, salute. He said, uh, Chad said he wanted to come down to fight Ward. F Ward. He did. That was his dumbass, but he shouldn't have. And Floyd Mayweather spoke out about that. Ward made uh, up for what he did to Dawson when he beat Kovalev. He said, that's my point. He said in the interview, he said Canelo always needed advantage. What I'm saying is he what advantages do he need compared to Canelo? Canelo fought outside of uh, out the, the Latino West Coast one time. He fought in New York City. That's versus Rocky Fielding. So what advantages are you talking about? Where where the fight is is not an advantage, bro. Well, sometimes it can be. It's not an advantage compared to Canelo. Changing the weight at the weigh-in, secret rehydration clause, making people weigh in two or two or three times. Then, you know what I'm saying? When it benefit him blowing up to a cruiserweight and fighting Josito Lopez and motherfucking Amir Khan. How you gonna compare those advantages to uh Andre? That's what a gold medal for. That's legit leverage. Andre Ward was a gold medalist. What is Canelo? What advantages did he come into boxing with? De La Hoya co-signing him, fighting on free Mexican TV. Floyd Mayweather uh, 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 co uh, co-signed him, putting him on the undercards. What event you compare? What kind of advantages you compare to a gold medalist, bro? Those are not those are not those are not comparable advantages, bro. Saying, well, you got to come in this at this way. You secretly got to come in at this way. Oh, you fought two months ago? Well, I ain't fought six, seven months. Then you gotta fight right. What what event? That's that's no advantage. Having the judges in your pocket. Being up two or three rounds already. 
Oh, you can't weigh no more than 185 allegedly come fight night. How you comparing that to where, where somebody fighting at, bro? That's crazy. That's crazy. You can't compare. You can't compare that. You can't compare that. Sorry. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Too bad Miguel Kessler didn't have a fucking uh, foot to stand on. Chad said we could fight at 68 or 75 or catch away. Yes, he opened door in CCA, but he that's not act like the negotiation couldn't have taken. End of the day, bro, that's his fault. Shut the hell up and just fight at 75. They should have fought at 75. But how are you going to compare that to saying we fighting at 75, but you can't rehydrate to what you want to rehydrate to? Shout out to 704 Joe. Rob Rodriguez, salute. How can you, how can we, how can we make that comparison? That's not a comparison. No matter how you hire hard you try to change and put the blame on Andre Ward, it ain't working, bro. It ain't working. It ain't working. And like I said, I don't completely agree with everything he said, but for the most part, he right. And everybody want to turn the blind eye and blind the blind eye and kiss his ass. And he ain't did he ain't did nothing. He ain't did nothing to be on the pedestal that he owned, bro. He ain't earned, he ain't earned to be where he at. I don't care what nobody say. He ain't earned to be where he at, bro. Not a gold medal, not a nothing. And a lot of people probably gonna be mad. I said he had a hard day in his life in boxing for real. You know what I'm saying? Andre Ward, a dude who ain't lost since he was 12 years old, bro. Last a U.S. male Olympic gold medalist. Come on, that's something to stand on. That's something to stand on. And that's something that we can respect. You know, and I don't care where they rematch at. I, like I said, I think it's more pressure at 68 for him. But he's exactly right. Mark Creek will try to say, well, you know, not us, not me. Yes, you. They have those, they have those backdoor conversations, bro. Believe me, they have those backdoor conversations about. They have those backdoor conversations about uh about what to say and, 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 and who to favor and what you should and what you shouldn't say. Come on, we ain't we ain't naive, is we? We not that naive, are we? We know those backdoor conversations all take place. We know it. 
We know it. Oh, don't say this about him. Don't do this. Don't do that. Blase, blah, blase this. We know those conversations happen. So, but like I said before, all the writers, you know, these writers before you got to vlogging and all that, how much it was a lot of people accusing the writers. A lot of these niggas who's creating content on social media now on the internet that was accusing a lot of these, these writers of having their opinion paid for. A lot of them. And now a lot a lot of these uh so-called YouTubers and, and content creators on the internet are doing the same thing. But the difference is they doing this. They doing this because for access. They done form relationships and they doing the same thing. They doing the same thing. Used to be accusing the writers and in the comment section of, of, of doing bull job and they doing the same shit they doing for a dollar, bro. Not even for a dollar. A lot of these dudes ain't getting paid doing it for a credential or they doing because they feel they part of the PBC team and all that type of that type of stuff. And that's wild. No, a lot of these dudes don't say, oh, I'd never do this, that, and the third. And they do the same thing that them writers is doing. Them writers been doing, bro. For years. You have to read the article and you hear the biasness in the article. And you hear Floyd Mayweather say today, well, you know, we need to, we need the writers to be, you know, to everybody to be real. There's too many belts. And man, get out of here, man. Get on with your tomfoolery, bro. Get on with it. You part of the problem, too. These people don't want to clean up the sport of boxing, for real. I bet Canelo going to choose what two-person, toothpaste, and, and toilet Benavidez get to use their fight. The problem with Benavidez is he young enough to endure the bullshit. He fresh enough to endure the bullshit that Canelo throw at him. That's why Canelo don't want to fight him. With Dimitri Bivol, he he fresh enough and young enough to 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 do that too. He got beat for short money. That's crazy. Even if the money was good, you wasn't gonna get the credit. You know, it, I mean, he got beat by Bivol, and Bivol not even get put on the pedestal. Real talk. Oh, you putting them on a pedestal. What's going on, Jay Cash? But yeah, Andre Ward exactly right, bro. And people in the media are gonna sit there and be like, oh no, man, that's not me. Who is he talking about? He isn't talking about me. He can't be talking about me. Oh no, I don't do that. Like in and they know they be doing it and they be trying to play the victim, bro. That's the funniest thing in the world. Oh, not me. You can't be talking about me. <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you. As much as Mark Kriegel didn't suck down Lomachenko, pause. Yes, you. Yes, you. 
You know, when it comes to somebody else that's doing the same thing, or y'all accusing the same thing Canelo Alvarez do, y'all try to shame him. Chip, or the ESPN, oh, you know, they telecast used to shame Terrence Crawford all the time. He was part of that unit, so it, it, it don't necessarily have to be an allegiance to being signed with a network. They always trying to prop up the next man. They, and I got, I, I've been saying they don't want black fighters in boxing, bro. And a lot of people, they be thinking I be joking when I be saying that they don't want black fighters in boxing, bro. They don't. They don't want black. They don't want black fighters in boxing. They don't. They want them gone. That's why they. That's why they gotta. That's why they gotta go so hard. That's why they gotta go so hard for the other. You know what I'm saying? And Dana White do the same thing to his black his black athletes. If Nganu was Connor like uh Connor McGregor or something like that, bro, dude, his he would have never been getting disrespected like that. He would have had a deal. He would have had a, a, a respectable deal. He would be back with the UFC. John Jones or not. You know, he'd have let Nganu cross the street and all that type of bull crap he wanted to do. In combat sports, they want to find the next great white height. That's what it's about. Instead of learning how to market towards black people, that's what they want to do. It's all about pumping up the other. You know, for years they pumped up Manny Pacquiao. Tell me I'm lying. For years they pumped up Manny Pacquiao. They pumped them up, pumped them up, pumped them up. They tired of talking about these black ass boxers, bro. And they, they, you notice like the 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 ninety nine point nine percent of the fighters that they slander. You know what I'm saying? That they slander. Guess what? They black boxers. They go out their way to discredit Terrence Crawford. It just ain't. It just ain't the the the, the aerosexuals and the PBC. Heyman Knights and all that, they go out their way to slander Terrence Crawford. And if you notice on ESPN, they go out their way and they be hating, they be hating on on on, on Dimitri Bivol. I mean, on not Dimitri, on Arthur Better BF. Tim Bradley said, "Well, Canelo beat uh, uh, Arthur Better BF," or uh, he said that a a a Dimitri Bivol will be Arthur Better BF. Cool. So it, it ain't about size of the streets. It ain't about size of the streets. They know, they know, they know, they know the, the propaganda. That's what they that's they pushing P, pushing propaganda. That's they pushing P, pushing propaganda. That's exactly what it is. Pushing propaganda. That's exactly what it is. That's they pushing P. If he lose again, yeah, yeah, his career ain't over with. Just couldn't whoop him. 
Floyd said there's too many belts, but had Tank fight for nothing but interim and regular belts. Yep, I got video coming speaking on that tomorrow. D-Ray promotion salute. What's going on? That's true. Boxing is a bunch of hypocrisy. It shouldn't be four belts in boxing. It should be only two in a developmental belt. If it's four belts in boxing, it should be two main belts. You unify the two main belts, you get the lineal belt, and it should be a developmental belt, NABF, whatever they want to call it, for um, for the prospects. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. You know, but. But, I mean, like I continue to say, bro. Anytime you got somebody in the media that calls somebody out, first thing they want to do is want to dig up. Well, you know, he did this or he said this about. No, let's talk about what's on hand. And what's on hand is, you know, everybody know Canelo a fraud, bro. And I don't think fraud is too strong of a word. Chavez was the same way, bro. You know, instead, instead of instead of them trying to find ways in combat sports to market black people, I don't see Nike having an issue with marketing Kevin Durant, LeBron James. I don't see it. I don't see the NFL having a marketing problem after almost creating, you know, a big issue with uh with uh with Colin Kaepernick. They they figured out how to write that wrong. Instead of sitting there and figuring out how to market these black boxers, that all they do is create separation, you know, break them up like PNG. That's what they do. They tell them that, oh, don't fight him. Don't take the tough fights. Take the easy fights. You don't need to fight. Y'all need to fight each other. Why y'all need to fight each other? I'm telling y'all, if Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford was Mexican, you'd have seen that shit happen about four five times already. If one was Mexican one was black, they'd have made it happen. I'm telling you. Al Heyman ain't no different from the other power brokers in boxing. Even Eddie Hearn trying to stand next to, you know, Danny Jacobs and Richardson Hitchison, and he don't give a fuck about them, bro. He trying to level up off their name. Just like with Anthony Joshua. He trying to level up. He don't care about them. Eddie Hearn could walk through Brooklyn all day. He don't, white people ain't scared of the hood for what? They know y'all ain't stupid enough to, to touch them or the whole block going to be hot. So don't stop believing in that. All he trying to just use and, and, and use the next guy to get to the top. He ain't no different than nobody else. No, none, none of these dudes care about y'all black asses when they boil down to it. You can't mess with the brother because the brother don't care. You can't mess with Bob because Bob don't care. Can't mess with Eddie because Eddie don't care. And Oscar De La Hoya don't like y'all no way. Don't none of them like black fighters. Keep telling y'all that. Stop taking their advice about what you should and what you shouldn't do. You know as a fighter what you should be doing and what needs to be done, bro. Stop letting them talk you out of taking the bag or talk you out of fighting the other brother. All black fighters, they need a, a million men 
or hundred man black black boxing convention for y'all for y'all. Cause ain't nobody gonna look out for y'all but y'all. And they telling y'all not to do this and not to do that. Mayweather really wanted to make make an impact on boxing. He'll start with his black brothers. He'll get them in a room and say, This is what y'all need to do. But then again, guess what? First thing they're gonna point out, well, you ain't fight Tim Bradley, you ain't fight Devin Alexander, you ain't fight no niggas. That's the first thing they're gonna say. He didn't believe in fighting black people. He blasted Bob Arum and he turned around and left Bob and built his career off Hispanics and didn't give a nigga opportunity. AB said he really uh, said Canelo would be Arthur better be if he got to be on some crack. Probably the silliest uh, shit he said in a while. Try to be logical. I believe he said that. I won't put words in his mouth. I'm pretty sure he said Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him that said it. I'm pretty sure it was him that said it. Maybe I'm wrong. I apologize. Somebody said it. Somebody said it. He didn't say it. It was somebody that picked him over. Uh, Sorry, Tim Bradley, bro. Somebody said it. It wasn't Tim. Somebody said it. I can't remember who said it. But he did pick b over better BF. I'm certain about it. I don't have to search that. All right, any questions, I'll answer them. But like I continue to say, bro. If I'm Canelo, and like I said, I don't blame Canelo. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. That's why I say to him, why change now? Ain't nobody else in boxing looking to make up ground and, and do what needs to be done. Ain't nobody in boxing gonna look look to do what need to be done, bro. Ain't nobody else. Everybody trying to get this. Um, uh, what's that song by Jay Z? Imaginary players. Everybody trying to get this fake money out here. Come on. But uh like I said he ain't gonna change if he wasn't fighting ghouls in his prime, why would he change and fight dudes that's um why would he fight guys now? Why? Why would he? But he said, "What's up?" Okay, because I know he will be selling. He, he definitely picked better be. I mean, uh, Beaver. I can't remember who picked better beat Canelo. I can't remember who picked him. Can't remember. Can't remember. But um, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got, bro. So, uh, he said four years ago, Eddie Hearn said Canelo should have been banned. And was a drug cheat. Now Eddie and Eddie holding on to him. Of course. Eddie Hearn is damn near promoting more drug cheats than damn near anybody else in the last 10 or 12 years. And still bomb. It's a it's it's big business. That's what it is. It's big business. It's big business, bro. 
Eddie in it for the money. That's what they all. They don't care nothing about the fighter, bro. That's why none of their kids fight. All they doing is, is exploiting the, the exploiting fighters. That's it. That's all they doing is exploiting fighters. All they doing is making money off of, and they pillow talking to black fighters not to fight each other. I'm telling y'all what's going on. They pillow fighting the black fighters not to fight each other. And they buying it too. And they buying it. And that's the sad part about it. They eating it up. And they eating it up. And they eating it up. But I appreciate y'all, man, to be on the podcast in the morning. Peace.